I was trafficked back in the 70s and 80s where, you know, kids didn't talk, didn't tell, you were threatened, you know, my dog was going to be killed, my mom was going to be killed, my brother, sister were going to be killed if I said anything. So, of course, as a child from three years old on to 13, you learn to stuff it, you learn to always be busy, always run to avoid the person that's trafficking you, but I was my dad out of my own bedroom, so it's kind of hard to avoid that. So, and he got away with it. So I want to help other survivors of sexual abuse, um, sexual assault, because to me, hand it, human trafficking and sexual assault and sexual violence all go hand in hand, and domestic violence, they all go hand in hand. I don't need help. I'm not in an abusive relationship. This is just how it is for us. It's a lie we tell ourselves, one that many in abusive relationships repeat until they believe it. But there's hope. Welcome to I'm Not In An Abusive Relationship, a podcast about surviving domestic and sexual violence. This show is about hope. You will hear from survivors of abuse, and their stories may sound familiar. They may even inspire hope. Our goal is to connect with others in these toxic relationships to offer that hope, and with supporters of our mission, anyone willing to help get rid of abuse in our culture. We also talk with the experts in the field, from the officers on the front lines of domestic abuse calls to the therapists and advocates helping survivors navigate this complicated road of recovery. If you're in need of help, please visit our website or call our 24-7 hotline, 800-828-2023. And if this is an emergency and you need help immediately, please call 911. Welcome to I'm Not In An Abusive Relationship with your host, Claudia Pauls. I'm Dan Moyle, and here we are at the Walk-A-Mile event, Walk-A-Mile in Her Shoes for Domestic and Sexual Abuse Services, or DASIS, as you know. Welcome to the show. Here we are, ready to walk a mile in their shoes for all victims and survivors in order to kind of understand what they get, what they go through. The whole point is to have a little bit of fun. How many men do you see walking in high heels, right? So a little bit of fun, but also just to uh, take a minute to re- realize that so many people are impacted by this by this thing going on in our community. So here we are today. We're going to be talking to some uh, participants. We'll be talking to volunteers, the people involved with DASIS. So thank you for listening. I like how you wear your headphones. Hey, thanks. It's a good look. Are you wearing heels? I'm going to. You bet. Oh, yeah. Good. Last year was my first year, uh, and now I'm a board member, so be careful what you ask for. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It is good. You want to tell me, you know, you mind being, just giving me a quick, like, why, why you're walking? Is that all right? Oh, it's a great cause, and this is our third year. This is my daughter, Amber, Hi. and we've done this three years in a row, and, yeah, we're huge supporters of DECA. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you enjoy it? I do enjoy it. It's fun to see all the guys wearing heels, and you're like, ha Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's the best part. Right? Yeah. So we always hope the guys are in front of us, so we can just kind of laugh at them. Yeah. I'll be sure to walk in front of you then. Thank you. Because I'll be in heels yeah. again this year. <laughs> of course. Hi, Steve. Uh, who are you walking for today? Why are you here? I'm working for some coworkers. Yeah. I work for a company that is overwhelmingly women. And the stories that I hear are rather horrific. And I have never, ever liked bullies. So, it's my third year walking. And I'm walking for them. I'm surprised this life though. Bandana, jewelry, t-shirt, a ticket for the hog roast dinner. There's even a $20 gift certificate, a gift card. And so come on over and play Plinko. Plinko. It is $2 per drop or three for $5. 
that's a great deal. So Jordan is here walking. How many years have you walked, Jordan? This is my second year doing this. Second year. And uh, if you don't mind me asking, why why do you walk? Who do you walk for? Like, What's your reasoning for being here? So my wife works at Dasis, so that's how I know about it. But uh, she, I just see her passion for it and her history with domestic violence and the issues she's had and just her passion for it makes me want to come out here and walk and support you know what they do because I think what they do is awesome and it, it helps so many people and so I love to see that and support it any way I can. Very good and uh, I assume you'll be wearing heels today? Absolutely. I'm looking for at, uh, some bright red ones most likely. I like the red nice ones. I, I can't find red ones that fit me for some reason so I'm wearing just <laughs> black ones but I mean you know sensible black pumps right? Right yeah exactly yeah you got to do what you can. Yep. Got to have a little bit of fun with it. Yep yeah. exactly. Awesome man well good luck walking today. All right thank you I'll do my best. <laughs> All right, we're going to turn the tables. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. I'm Dan. Manny. Manny, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh, so I'm with Dasis. Okay. And we have a podcast. Okay. And so I'm gathering some sound and some NAS sound and other stuff and just asking people a few questions. Okay. You mind maybe, I mean. <laughs> so, I mean. Being on the other side of the microphone yeah, is right? different. Exactly. Uh, but it's casual, man. Yeah, it's all right. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so obviously you're here with WWMT, Manny. Yes. So you're you're supposed to be here, but <laughs> what's what's your takeaway so far from uh, from this event? Just um, from talking to people and from being here. Yeah, it's incredible the amount of support and uh, turnout of the community. Uh, people come out to an event like this is really important to people dealing with domestic violence or sexual assault to see that they have support of so many people. Really surprised and really happy that there's this many people out here and. Uh, Everyone's been real nice and been great. And also, we will be lining up on the corner yep. for the walk. And so all of you walkers, strap on those red high heels or pink or maroon and get ready to walk. It's amazing when the women walk in the room to see her, especially ones that just got there, been really upset or just separated from their pets. And they'll come in and they'll sit down and they'll be in tears. And you can just watch as they start petting her just watch them relax from like head to toe and then within minutes they're smiling and they're laughing and they're you know taking it from negative to positive and they're just they can they leave with a smile on their face when they came in with tears in their eyes so it's it's really awesome to see what she can do um, and like I said sometimes I wonder if the therapies were for them or her but she'll just lay down and let them and she knows too when they really need her she'll lay in their lap and hold her head, like lay in their lap and on, or on top of them, like give them pressure 
and just sit still. And if there are ones that, you know, she's just not, if they're really not that upset or whatever, she'll lay next to them. But so she can really tell. She can really tell when they need her. And when you say she, we're talking about your dog, because this yeah. is Michelle, uh, dog therapist at, at the shelter with Dasis. And what's her name? Riley. Riley. And how long have you been doing this, Michelle? Uh, she just got uh, certified a year ago, so um, she's been at DASIS for about uh, six, seven months now, visiting almost weekly. It's incredible. And, yeah, and so you've seen some, some impact even in that short of time then, yeah? Yep. And sometimes uh, Ellen will send me an email and say, we have a resident here who really needs to see her now and not wait till your um, visit, and we'll come in that day. I'll try to do whatever I can to get there, and even if it's for half an hour. Um, but like I said, you can watch them smile, or you know, they'll come in in tears and they'll leave with smiles. So it's really awesome to, to watch what she can do. What's your name? Corey Adams. Corey, uh, you're here at Walk a Mile. Are you here for a specific reason, thought, person? Like, why do you walk today? Uh, it, uh, I'm I'm walking. Uh, you know, it, it's it's mostly for the Riverside Church group. Uh, we wanted to show our support and just really wanted to know that that people really do care and that uh, God loves everybody and and that there's there's always hope. There's always there, there's always people that care about you, no matter where you go. It's awesome, Corey. Uh, fellow Riversider, so cheers for being here. Uh, is this your first year? This is my first year. Yep. So you've never walked in heels before? I've never walked in heels. Are you scared? A little bit. I put. I. I, I gave him a little test. Test drive. You know. Tried him on, and I was, I was standing in grass, and the first thing that happened was my heel dug in, and yep. and, I, and about got stuck, and I, I just kind of had me a moment where I. I I'm a, I'm a little leery about it. We'll, we'll have to see how it goes. <laughs> right. Look at Dan. He's, I mean, this dude has got it going on. Listen, I got man. classic black like you, Jamie. Uh, <laughs> Although, Josh, I love the red. Gary, we'll, I don't know, man. That's all right. We'll give it to you. Oh, hey, we're walking. It's kind of worrisome seeing a, a big man like that and heels in it. Yeah. I mean, at least he has socks on or else he'd be all blistered up. <laughs> You brought your little dog out. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't find any heels for her though. <laughs> she looks comfy though. Yeah. What's what's her name? Uh, Lily Jean Bean the third. <laughs> the third. Yes. You like Lily Jean Bean, yeah. And what's your name? Uh, Riley Maines. Hi, Riley. Hi. So you're out walking a mile with with your pup. Mm-hmm. You and mind? Mom. And your mom. Hi. Do you mind me asking? Why? Who are you walking for? Someone in particular? Just because? Um, well, we are here representing St. Joe County Transportation. So. All right. And what does St. Joe County Transportation do with DASIS? How does that relationship work? Um. Well. Mom. <laughs> mom. Here's mom. I work Hi, mom. for. I'm the mobility manager for St. Joe County Transportation Authority. And. and what's your name? Regina Mains. Hi, Regina. Hi. This and is nothing like a f super official, so it's just conversation. <laughs> yes, and uh, we um, like to assist uh, people that are in desperate situations, yeah. help them with transportation to wherever they need to go. So if someone's finding themselves in a situation where they need to leave their home, yes. St. Joe County Transportation is part of that 
planning they can have. Yes, or if they're at uh, the domestic assault shelter, we pick up people there and take okay. them wherever, like if they need to. We even do um, trips to uh, Schoolcraft, where we uh, drop them off and then they get picked up by the Metro if they're like from not in this county. Oh, okay. So we do rides and stuff for that. Assisting, we like to be able to help them or just if they need to just travel around three rivers we have the circle line that okay. will stop there and pick them up so um, a lot of a lot of resources for those in need yes okay yes definitely now is this your first time at the walk yes it is all right what do you think so far i love it <laughs> i love it well you're following jamie so you gotta love it <laughs> i Jamie's absolutely love it I'm going to post this picture on Facebook. Oh, yes. Lily's with the shoes and the matching dress. Ah, awesome. <laughs> oh, look, he's struggling. He's, he's, <laughs> we're going to get to the we're going to get to the corner. He's going to take him off. <laughs> That's what I said last year. I'm like this is more than a mile. This is more than a mile. Oh, he's sweating. <laughs> he sweats like that inside, so it's fine. Yeah, this is wonderful. Oh, watch your <laughs> Riley's like, careful. I'm scared. <laughs> Put this in your podcast. He's moving on to Robin Grayson. Oh. <laughs> if you ain't last, if you ain't first, you're last, Ed Smith. <laughs> you doing great, Jamie. I'm all right with it. I feel good. <laughs> Why am I the only one sweating? <laughs> Channel 3 mic you up for the walk. I got the chat with Manny for the podcast too, so I turned the tables on. <laughs> and now as he's editing this, you can hear that <laughs> evil laugh. Thanks, Manny. Pass on the inside now. I think what's cool about the walk is that as we're walking, people are obviously having fun. You can hear Jamie in the background uh, cheering people on and keeping it fun, even though we're some of us are in pain. <laughs> uh, but also just the conversations going on. Whether it's someone from the St. Joe County Transportation Authority, uh, other organizations, just citizens talking. It's really cool to see the connection over such a good cause and over such a, a thing that affects so many people that we don't talk about, domestic abuse and sexual assault. It's a great cause and a great group of people. It's just a great agency that we that we just support, so we love it. That is awesome. And plus, walking in the hills once a year is a plus too, you know. Yeah. So how are you feeling right about now? Uh, horrible. <laughs> horrible. I can't even lie to you. I'm okay though. We're gonna make it. So I'm Dan, and I'm with the podcast that we have for Daisus. Okay. Uh, did you know we have a podcast? Yes. Yes. yes you told me. Awesome. Very cool. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I like your tattoo. Why are you sweating? So, what? What? Do you mind asking a couple questions? Answering a couple questions for me? Oh, yeah. What's your name, brother? Phil. Phil. Yep. All right, Phil. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Uh, so, can you tell me why? You're walking, is it for someone in particular? Is it for the idea? Why are you walking today? Um, it's honestly for my girlfriend. She's uh, So she works for the domestic violence place, um, domestic violence shelter, and uh, it's just a way to support her and also support the women in, in our community and around, and around here in general. So, First time walking in heels? Yeah, yep, first time uh, walking in heels. How's it feel? Um, a lot more <laughs> challenging than I expected. I am someone who's athletic, and this is a lot more difficult than I expected. Yeah. Sure. 
Now you and I were just talking a second ago that uh, I kind of feel like, you know, I used to wear cowboy boots. Maybe that'll help. Uh, you used to wear cowboy boots? Yes. Or you do now? I no, used to. Used to? Yes. She did, doesn't want me to Did it help? No. No? No. <laughs> what, cowboy boots, we usually have maybe an inch, an oh, inch of thick, a thick heel. Right. Push it, putting your weights onto a quarter inch, like a quarter square inch type <laughs> things. Yeah, no, it's not okay. Yeah. But it's fun. It's a lot of fun. And it's a good cause, so that's all that matters. Right on. And this is your first time First walking? time. Yep, right first on. year. Yep. And you work at the shelter? I do, yeah. And what's your name? Lydia. Lydia. So what does this mean for you to be a part of this, Lydia? Honestly, it's just a really cool opportunity. It's cool to see how many people showed up to walk and spread awareness, and it's cool how many people have stopped everyone and been like, hey, what's this for? And you're able to spread like that information of our mission and what we do. Yeah. Well, thanks for walking. Thanks for being part of this. Yeah, yeah no thank you. Yeah. Awesome. All right, hold on. Josh is uh, running almost. Oh, my gosh. Why? Trotting. Trotting. Are you feeling that good, or you just want to get it done with? A little bit of both. <laughs> A little All more right. for the want to get it done with. Yeah. Now, obviously, podcast listeners are listening. They can't see, but, man, you got your jeans rolled up to your calves. It's it's pretty beautiful. It is. I, how's that? Those calves how's muscles feel? flexing. <laughs> You know? And you're and you're a runner. I am. Like how is how does this feel as a runner? This feels way different than yeah. running. <laughs> awesome, man. Good luck. <laughs> and while we're walking, I ran into another board member, Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi. How's how's the walk going? Hey, it's easy in tennis shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a board member. I want to just kind of ask you a couple questions. Is that all right? Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, Besides being a board member, what brought you out to the walk today? Because I'm involved with uh, child sexual abuse prevention, and it all kind of all works together to help people. I imagine, I don't, I don't know if we'll use all this or not, but we'll just kind of talk for a minute. I imagine working in that, the, like I know you do, educating kids, you, you hear a lot, you help, True. hopefully stop things. How do you, how do you deal with that? Well, if they tell me a horrific story, that's the start of the healing process. Then if they tell me what's happening to them, then it can be reported, and then hopefully we can stop the situation. Mm -hmm. When they keep it a secret and they don't know what's happening to them is wrong, it just continues. Is that part of what drew you to DASIS then as well, to the board? Is Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They all kind of go all together. Uh, women are abused, children are abused, and if we can stop this, that would be a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. What I find amazing about the walk is that you, you run into people, you, you learn stories, you hear stories, and I ran into to Rita, right? So Rita has quite a story. You, so you're interning, you're going to intern with DASIS? Yes, in September. Okay. So you're going to intern with DASIS in September, but you have a story about why you're doing it. So tell me about the professional side of it. And then maybe we can get into just a little bit of your personal story then too. So I, I got I pick I didn't plan on coming to Dazzis. I'm happy that I am. Um, so my story is that I've been fighting human trafficking on the east side of the state. Um, I'm a student that graduated graduated from Eastern. So um, I never planned on coming back to this side of the state because when I was a kid I was trafficked on this side of the state and I was never going to come back. But my mom so so you were you were trafficked. So you're a survivor. Yes. Wow. Yes. So. I was trafficked back in the 70s and 80s where, you know, kids didn't talk, didn't tell, you were threatened, you know, my dog was going to be killed, my mom was going to be killed, my brother sister were going to be killed if I said anything. So, of course, as a child from three years old on to 13, you learn to stuff it, you learn to 
always be busy, always run to avoid the person that's trafficking you. But I was my dad out of my own bedroom, so it's kind of hard to avoid that. So, and he got away with it. So I want to help other survivors of sexual abuse, um, sexual assault, because to me, hand it, human trafficking and sexual assault and sexual violence all go hand in hand, and domestic violence, they all go hand in hand. I'm not saying that every person that has domestic violence has been trafficked, but I would say there's got to be a handful in there. But the problem is people don't know what human trafficking is, so how can you change something if our generation doesn't know what it is? When I ask people in Vicksburg what human trafficking is, they're like, oh, you mean like the movie Taken? Nothing against the movie Taken, but that's not really what it is. It's our foster kids. It's our kids that no one notices. It's our kids from bad families. So you, you described it a little bit there. Yeah. So tell me then what human, tra human trafficking is and how we can begin to pull it out of the shadows. Well, pulling it out of the shadows would be knowing what labor trafficking and sex trafficking is. Um, sex trafficking starts with somebody grooming someone, so does labor trafficking. You know, you can groom someone by being like, oh, I'll be your friend. Oh, I'm going to get you a pair of shoes because, oh, wow, you need shoes. And then it goes from shoes to like, hey, can you give me a massage? And then it goes from a massage to like, oh, you know what, can you do the sexual act for me? So it starts off very slowly and, you, and the, the, the groomer or the pimp knows what to do. And that's what my dad did to me with all the men that came to our house. And I didn't know. I thought it was normal to be sexually abused because it started at three. So... I was told that I was supposed to let men touch me and do awful things to me at night in my room. So, of course, I hate the home that I grew up in. I live right next door to it, and I can't even stand looking at the house. But, you know, it starts so simple. And it's by, you know, having a little girl or little boy sit on your lap, you know. you gotta, it's, you got to change the behavior. you got to teach little kids, no, it's not okay to sit on that old man's lap or that lady's lap. I mean, women do it as well, but not as much. So. You know, I, I think it's just we need to educate our communities. Every community, for people that say it doesn't happen, are full of beans. It happens in every community, in every state, every town. So your your next step right now is to intern with DASIS for your master's? Yes. Right? I'm totally excited. And that starts in September, so just like less than a month away. Yeah. So is this, your, is this your first walk a mile? Yes, this is my first walk a mile. I'm really geeked to see how the community has come out and just how everyone on the board is really encouraging people and talking to people and like getting the word out there because the only way it's going to change is like, why are people walking in heels? Like that's going to be on the news and it's going to be a, a spot for people to say, hey, there's help here. And I think that's really cool. Thank you for being a part of this quick conversation. Um, I want to invite you back to our, our full show at some point and have you talk deep, dive deep, deeper into it, maybe. Definitely, I'll do anything to help. Well, thank you all so much for coming out. It's so important, you know, in 2018, Domestic and Sexual Abuse Services served 998 individuals with our services. So that's an experiment. needed and your support is so appreciated. Um, we also, of that 998 individuals, 240 of those individuals stayed in our Hillman House shelter. So um, let's give a big hand to the shelter staff for all of their hard work. I want to say thank you to the staff. Staff, raise your hand, swing your arms around everybody. So when everybody registered today, you should have got a little red ticket inside of our tent. Each one of our staff members has created an information board for your information so you know what our organization is all about, what services we provide, and how we go about providing them. So please take a look at the boards and, and uh, vote for your favorite one because our staff member is going to win a little prize today if their board is selected. So a couple of minutes ago, one of our handy dandy volunteers, raise your hand, 
She swung around and she picked her favorite walkers. So if we could have our best strut, our MVP, and our twinkle toes come forward for a little photo shoot, we'd really appreciate that. With the participation, we ask that gentlemen who, plan, who are planning to walk would collect pledges. So each year we have individuals who collect the most pledges. And our individual this year who collected the most pledges for our organization was $915, and that's Jamie Smith. Let's give a round of applause, Jamie. Not only do we collect individual pledges, but groups get together and collect pledges. And with that said, we had a group today that joined us that collected over $100 in pledges, and that's Light and Life Wesleyan Church. Congratulations, guys. So now if we can just have all the poochies come forward, we're going to have our little doggy parade. So bring your doggies on up. We're going to have you walk around the little circle with your doggies so they can be judged for the prizes. We have the best costume prize. So bring your doggies on up, everybody. Bring your poochies up. Do you know, the reason why we have the dog walk included in our Walk a Mile in Her Shoes is because individuals sometimes find themselves in situations where they, it's a barrier to leaving an abusive situation if they have a pet. And sometimes they aren't able to leave because they don't want to leave their pet behind. Sometimes it's used as a form of victimization of individuals also. And we want to honor that, so we want to celebrate pet owners today. I'm here at the dog walk a mile uh, with... Madison Bowdish. Hi, Madison. Uh, is it okay if I call you Maddie or is no? Is it Madison? Maddie's all right. All right. So, Maddie, uh, why do we invite dogs to come out to this walk a mile? We invite dogs to come out to this walk a mile because dogs are greatly impacted by domestic violence. Um, just not just as much as um, the pe the survivors, but um, it's been shown that 25 to 50% of survivors delay leaving their perpetrators because they fear what will happen to their pets, which is completely understandable. Mm -hmm. we, we love our pets. Yeah, and 70% uh, of domestic violence victims have reported that they were also, their pets were also threatened, injured, or even killed by their perpetrators. So, and pets are very important to everyone. Yeah. And they, it's, they value them a lot. Yeah. And so it's understandable. And that's why we like to bring dogs out to the dog walk. That way we can bring awareness to this and uh, give uh, pet parents uh, potential exit plans for how to exit um, abusive relationships with their pets. So, so not only did the pets walk maybe with us, I saw a few of those, Yes. Uh, but we had some fun that we just heard about too, but then we're giving them information for their strategy exit plan type thing then, right? Their safety yes. planning. Yes, safety okay. planning. Yeah, very good. And how has, been, how has the uh, turnout been for pets? Has it been fun? Um, yes, lots of pets have come. It was a little slow in the beginning, but a lot of pet, pets came out. A lot of them had costumes, and they're really excited. They got their little goodie bags from Chowhound, and awesome. um, people bought the raffle tickets for the basket that was donated by Chewy.com. That was really exciting. Awesome. Yep. Nice to have that kind of support yes. out and about in the world. It is wonderful. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. <laughs> and what do, and what do you do with Asus? I'm an intern. I interned this summer, and I worked a lot with um, putting it together this dog walk and supporting the walk a mile. Awesome. And talking about the podcast, too. Yes. Nice board up there. Yep. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm here with McKenna. How's it going today? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for asking, Dan. How was the turnout? 
It's pretty good. It's been nice. People have been trickling in most of the day. It's been good. I, I'm enjoying it. Everyone seems to be having a good time, and that's all that matters to me. So. Right, right. Are you having a good time, too? I am. The walk was my favorite. Last year, I didn't get to walk with everyone. I was man in, man in the booth. But um, <laughs> the guys, they were cracking me up. They were such good sports, honestly. And that's my favorite part, as long as everyone's having fun. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Did you have some, did you have some lunch? What's that? Did you have some lunch? Not yet. Get, get some Getting of that pork. There. I'm All starving. Right, get some pig. <laughs> All, right. All right, Mr. President, how was the walk today for you? It was good. Yeah, yeah we had a lot of fun. Good turnout? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I noticed you wore your flats. Yes. Uh, no sense in being silly about a thing like that. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that twice. As one of those experiences you pay five bucks to do once, wouldn't pay a nickel, do it again. <laughs> That's good though. That's good though. Yeah. See a lot of familiar faces out this year. Yeah. Yeah. I met some new ones too. So, um, uh, in fact, we talked to a guy that uh, wants to volunteer. Nice. So, it was a good day. That's yeah. huge. Yep. Excellent. So, Rose, the head of Dasis, executive director, how was today for you? You know, I think today was a, was good. I would always love for there to be a bigger turnout. Sure. You know, you always want as many people as possible here, but the the number of people that were here was encouraging. I think that we have um, people who are committed to this organization, who are committed to survivors, who are committed to being a voice for survivors, and saying that that they're not going to tolerate gender violence anymore. Amen. So your your plea then is to get more people out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We want to get as many people involved as possible. We can we can broaden our voice. We can speak louder with more people. And so it's always encouraging when we get more and more people involved and more and more people who are willing to step up and, and speak out and say no more. Any great uh, stories or funny things that happened today? What's your, what's your favorite takeaway today? My favorite takeaway was the curliest tail on the cutest dog ever. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. Because we have a dog, we include our dog walk right, because right. you know sometimes that's a barrier to individuals leaving. Yeah. You know, as we already know, so we wanted to we wanted to honor our pet lovers too. So good stuff. Awesome. Any last thoughts on the walk a mile in 2019? Last thoughts are save the date for 2020. Excellent. And that's the third Sunday, second, second Saturday. Second in Saturday in August. I can count. I swear. <laughs> right. Second Saturday in August, 2020. Yes. Perfect. Saturday in August. Awesome. Thanks, Russ. Okay. Thanks. So as the event wraps up and everybody's starting to close it down and pack up the chairs and stack things up and shut down the, the games for the kids, what a great event this was again this year. But as you heard Rose say, the big plea is to come out, be a part of it. It is the second Saturday of August every year, downtown Three Rivers, Michigan at Lafayette Park. Uh, you Donations, you don't have to raise a certain amount. You don't have to be huge. You know, Our, our biggest donor was almost $1,000 that Jamie brought in with all of his pledges and donors and that kind of thing. So it can be a community effort, or it can be just your own $25 that gets you a shirt. So come on down to Walk a Mile in Her Shoes. Keep an eye out for 2020. And as always, go to dasismi.org to get involved, to donate, to volunteer, and just to be a part of this. So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to I'm Not In an Abusive Relationship. If these stories resonate with you and you need help, please visit our website, D-A-S-A-S-M-I dot org. That's dasismi dot org. Or call our hotline at 800-828-2023. We are here to walk alongside you. Now, if you know someone who might benefit from our show, please share it. Social media, email, simply telling someone about it, all help us spread the word 
and help us to combat domestic and sexual violence. We also welcome financial and volunteer support. That information is on our website. Thank you to the staff, volunteers, and board of directors at Domestic and Sexual Abuse Services. This podcast is produced with the help of a committee of dedicated advocates. Thank you to WBET Radio in Sturgis, Michigan for the use of their studio. This has been a podcast about surviving domestic and sexual violence and a production of Domestic and Sexual Abuse Services of Michigan.